What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Going Deep podcast? This is El Jefe Anthony D. Francesca, recording live and direct from the Billy Shears Podcast Studio in lovely Milton, Ontario. This is the first episode of Season 2 of the Going Deep podcast. John DeNoir is back in the cut, roughing it up. I was a special guest for this one. It was a good time to see Johnny. I hadn't seen him in a little while. Uh, so it's good just to sit down, go old school with it, really. Um, him and I sat down, went through a weird wormhole. He was also a, my special guest on the Not For 30 podcast. So here it is. Episode 15 of season two. Uh, no, episode 15 overall of season two. Going deep, episode 15. Wanted to know or Hey everybody, how, how's it going? It's John DeNoir. I guess I've been away for a little while. Finally showed up out of nowhere, out of the dust. Uh, so yeah, I guess this is going to be going deep with with uh, Anthony and just John. We're just chill. We're going to shoot the shit, I guess. Have a light one. I like where this is going, buddy. It's so, been a long time since we sat down. Yeah, how you been? Buddy, World, the world's been a weird place for me for the last couple of weeks. Um, going through a move, the baby's coming. I got a lot on my plate. Works, works hectic. I want to keep the podcast strong. That's crazy right now, man. The life's been weird and wacky, wacky and weird. The wonderful, weird, wacky world. I think 2017 has been a pretty wacky year for most people. Yeah, right. Maybe because like, it's the year of the rat. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. All right, Nana Nation. We just we just popped the top out of. Something seasonal from the LCBO. This is Woodworth and Edwards Traveling Revival Tour presents Honey Elixir. It is uh, brewed with local honey. It seems beautiful. Beautiful bottle. Where is this from? Railway Railway City Brewing Company, Edwards Street, St. Thomas, Ontario. Okay, Johnny, ready to try this out? Yeah, man. Let's try this, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. I'm going deep. I want the world to know. Malty. Yeah. But definitely good. IBU of 29, for those who care. For the Chalupas out there. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it. I listened to his podcast. Yeah, what'd you think? Um, It was good. Yeah. It was good. For, for his first one on his own. I have a I have a few comments to give him. Oh, uh, a few a few pointer notes. A few pointer notes. Seeing seeing that we're the seasoned seasoned veterans of, of the crew. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, yeah, a lot of interesting things to come from Chalupa Cabra. You know, I'm I, I gotta say I'm very proud of him. I'm, I'm glad that he's doing this. Uh, oh, and I mean I don't have the history with him that that you do, but just knowing him the short time that I have, I really believe podcasting is a really good platform for him. Yeah. I think he's got, you know, I think something that that he said in the intro that he really wanted to bring the microphone to the con, like he really wants to bring the conversation out of somebody. I think that's kind of cool. I think it, I think, I think he'll do well. With I think it. that's Chalupa as a whole. Yeah, good call, good call. But with that being said, there's that one fine detail you need to tell him about. Okay, yeah, you you critique him. I think it's only fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's gonna listen to this like, what the fuck, Chalupa? Yeah, fuck 
Fuck you, John. <laughs> tell me what it is. Stop, stop, stop pump faking me. Just tell me no. I think after all the times uh, he's he sat down and critiqued critique things about beer in front of you, the least you could do is critique his podcast a little bit. I think I think that's fair. I think that's only fair. Yeah, I'm quite proud of it. I, I think the name the name when I first read, I was like, that's kind of a weird name, but then it grew on me. I like it. And then you break it down. It's like ATC with ABC. I think that's pretty funny too. The marketing aspects. It sounds. <laughs> it sounds so crazy. The awkward throat clear. Yeah. It's a. It's a lot. It's a mouthful. Yeah. Just like. Just like Chalupa. Chalupa always has a mouthful of things to say. So. Uh, I appreciate him for it. I like though. He's yeah. a good dude. Come here, Lou. Well, I think he's got like um, a, a uh, that that with Mike Lewis. He's got like, oh Louis, Louis right up on you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Awkward Throat Clear has, with Mike Lewis, I believe it's like a four-part series, mini-series. Yeah. And I think we're, re- we're releasing number two. I haven't even heard it yet. It's waiting for me to, to edit out. and mm-hmm. uh, But it's, I think it's another one with Mike Lewis. I think it's four part, se- part of a four-part series, unless it's other people. But I haven't gotten that far. But I'm excited. I enjoyed the first one a lot. That border story was hilarious. Um, and and that Mike, Mike Lewis sounds like a really, he's an interesting guy, like a, a long story to tell. Seasoned. Yeah, seasoned. I like it, yeah. You know? Very, uh, very knowledgeable. He's a chalupa type of person, if that makes sense. What does that mean? A person, like, who has stories upon stories. Oh. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. And you kind of want to keep going. Just you want to like keep going deeper into them. <laughs> scratching the surface. <laughs> surface. But yeah, yeah, I'm ha- I'm happy about that. Yeah, so I mean, I think that that's enough of a plug. That's like two minutes of talking about Aaron Chalupa's awkward throat clear. Yeah, I think it's long enough. All right, so 2017 has it been good to you so far? It's been interesting. A lot yeah. of interesting happened. Some some things with the families and stuff like that. Um, Career wise, everything's going well. Good. But you know, things are just coming together. Things are, I can finally see things coming to fruition. Um, but there's other things happening around me, which is like, oh, very awkward state. Oh. Yeah. So. Like, what kind of awkward state? Just, I'm moving forward and everything else is changing around me. So it's another time point to adjust to like a new beginning again, mm. if that makes sense. How long have you been back in Ontario? Um, almost two years. Shit, you've been back for almost two years? Yeah. Well, I guess because it, it was a year right before the wedding, right? And the wedding was at least a year. No, it wasn't, it wasn't a year right before the wedding. I got back like six months before the wedding. Okay, yeah. Jeez. So, yeah, so yeah, just about two years now. Yeah. Jeez. And, and for those who don't know, it's like you basically like came to town with like like your car, right? Like Car and whatever I could fit in. Yeah, like just like a, a story out of the Wild West. Yeah. So now, two years later, I mean, serious hustle, man. Like, you work nonstop. So, serious hustle, starting to pay off. That's good news. Yeah. All right? So, like, in, in John Denoir's mind, like, when, when you, like, you set up, like, the to-do list, are you closer, like, to the second half of the to-do list? Or is it, like, phase one of the John Denoir takes back Ontario tour complete now on to phase two i think it's like the bridge in between phase one and phase two but the things on phase one might not have been done and the things on phase two might have completely changed oh so that's that's what it okay. is so okay so i mean that, that's a lot like i don't want to i don't want to like, get too into it if it's too personal but 
I mean, that's good news, though. Like, don't you you want to be always moving forward, right? That's that's the goal. Yeah. Right. So. So do you? So did you, when twenty seventeen rolled over? Was there something in twenty seventeen that's like I need this done this year? Like twenty seventeen, X has to get done. Um. Yeah, running eight k is the only thing that has to get done, and I've been failing at that. You say running eight k? Yeah. Jeez. Why running it? Oh my! You and Louis, the the mascot here at the studio, are having like the time of your lives. I think he's having more of the time of his life than I am. This might be the most action you got today. Um, that's questionable. <laughs> I had a pretty interesting night. Did you? Okay, Louis. Okay, come on! You're embarrassing us. Relax. At least get him a drink. My um, God. <laughs> damn. Uh, covering dog and little dog slobber. Yeah. I hear it attracts butterflies. Okay, so so, what do you, what do you want what what do you want to accomplish next? Do you want to say you don't have to say if you don't want to say? I'd rather not say. But yeah, things are going forward. Good, I'm happy to hear that for you, buddy. Louis, come on, Talk. Louis, what are you wearing? Some like fantastic cologne? Like my dog can't get enough of you. No, just take a shower. <laughs> All right. I also work with food, so that probably ah, uh, there there it is. Yeah, you're such a fat dog. So we we brought Louis to the vet the other day. And and he's only like twelve pounds, mm-hmm. and he was two pounds overweight. Oh, <laughs> so the vet was saying to him like, you know, like for his body, like two pounds doesn't sound a lot to us, but for him, mm-hmm. that's like a tenth of his body weight. So, oh my God, the two of you guys are <laughs> ridiculous. Seriously. Okay, 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 okay. Louis, enough now. Down. Hey, come over here. Come on, all the way down. Come on. He's not a fan, John. He just loves you, man. Right? Down. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Okay, well, <laughs> this podcast has been a weird one. <laughs> oh, now you're allergic to me. Yeah. Too much black pepper in the food today, John. <laughs> you okay? I don't think I've ever heard him sneeze that much either. <laughs> he did look a little chip when I came in. But, um, yeah, so it's, it's been, a, been a good but weird year so far. I'm only on the second quarter of this year, so we'll see what happens. First quarter of the year? Uh, January, February. Yeah, almost on the second quarter. Yeah, almost, so. yeah, almost springtime soon. Do you got any, like, spring traditions or springtime, like, have-to-dos? Like, or did you, like, spring break or March break or anything like that? No, I just have uh, my sister's birthday, birthday and my nephew's. Easter, family Easter. That's that's about it. And then we used to go camping every year for two four. Oh like, really? Like Jesse, oh, Ashton, all the friends. Yeah, yeah, we used to go camping every every two four weekend. Like anything, like Sabo or Sabo, where wherever we could where? find the cheapest camp place, that's yeah, where yeah. we went. But it doesn't like it always rains on on May two four, right? Like isn't that like it, like it's notorious? Like a lot of people like to go camping just to get away, and the weather's decent. Mm-hmm. But isn't like usually kind of shitty weather, like cold, damp. There's usually one day where it's cold and damp, but yeah. it never lasts. Like, every time you leave, the day clears up. Right. You're like, the fuck this, we're leaving early this year, and you leave, and the weather clears up. You're yeah. like, we should have stayed for the last day. Yeah. Or it's like, you stay, and it just fucking rains. Yeah. So there's no there's no winning. Man, I, I never went camping on, on long weekends. And then on top of that, I was, I was really never much of, like, a real camper, like, tent... 
uh, you know, and, and, and like like swim in the lake. Mm-hmm. I like cottaging, and I like like RVing, but I don't like I don't. It's not that I don't like camping. I just was never one for it, and I didn't ever have like enough friends that wanted to go camping all the time. Yeah. And that made you for thing camping never like never flew with me. It was I actually that now that I really think of it. I don't even think I even had friends that would do that. Like that, like I always, there's always kind of like that, I guess like uh, loose invitation. Like, hey, we're doing this. If you want to come, yeah. But never like something rocks all that to go camping. That was always that was always like in in, in fruition. Something we did. Um, now I'm over camping. Are you done? I can't be fucked to go camping. It's like I gotta sleep on the ground. Yeah. Or on an air mattress. Yeah. Then when you wake up, it's already half deflated. Yep. I'm like. Rather go to a cottage where there's a bed, yes. there's heat. Whether it rains or not, you don't fucking care exactly. because you just a look barbecue. outside. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's raining. Let's stay inside. You know, so I'm much more about cottaging and having a nice bed, warm yes. bed. Yeah, or at least have decent bed, you know? Yeah. I hear you. I'm the same way, man. I can't, I can't, especially now, like, when you're younger and you're kind of, like, naive to all those things, it doesn't really matter. But now that I'm older and I've experienced so many more things, like, it doesn't, I don't need that experience of camping outside. Mm-hmm. Nor do I, I really... I don't really want it either. And I, and I hear all the time, like, oh, sleeping under the stars is amazing. And, you know, you, you feel uh, you feel so, like, it puts everything in perspective. Yeah, no, I don't give a shit. I got a lot of perspective in my life. I got, I got a perspective every day someone telling me something. So <laughs> I, got, I get it. I, you know. Yeah, I, I definitely know what they mean. But, yeah, I can't be fucked. I like, I like a bed. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, I like the stars, but I like to shit in the toilet. Yes. And yeah. I like a bed. I like toilet paper. I like the way that that, <laughs> that, that Cottonelle double ply feels good exactly. on it. Yeah, I don't like the, the roughness of a leaf. Or the, the squeakiness and the, your own sweatiness off of a, a blow-up mattress. And yeah. Then, and then you can feel the stick in your ass. You're like, oh, my God. That's it. And you, you always have those one friends that want to bang. When 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 they're camping, You're like motherfucker, everybody can hear you. You ain't that quiet. Yeah, that really doesn't bug me much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it, maybe not bugs, but it's like there's always that one couple. Yeah. There's always that one couple that wants to get it on. Maybe they're the most the the uh, exhibitionist. Exhibitionist of voyagers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had this thing that happened to me when I was walking through the mall um, a week ago. A week and a half ago. And uh, I just went to the mall to uh, pick something. As walking in, Milton Mall is like 90% of the time is dead. There's like like two mall walkers and like the people that sell things in, the, in those kiosks mm-hmm. and nobody else. So I'm walking through the mall and I'm walking by, um, what's it called? Ardennes. Yeah. You know, like a. That, yeah. <coughs> Excuse that, me. Uh, Ooh. Like weird accessory store for women yeah. or for girls for teenage girls, and there's like um I don't know like a twenty one year old twenty two year old girl at the desk mm-hmm. uh, at the at the cash and she's talking to her manager and as she's talking to her manager, her her back is facing the front door where as I'm walking by, no joke John she reaches back and does a legit ass scratch under her pant scratches her ass and then takes her hand out and wipes her hand on her the like the the her thigh 
and continues to have a conversation. The awkward part is as she was doing that, I think she realized the setting she was in and she then we made eye contact as I'm walking by. I look into the store. I see her do this as she's scratching her ass. She turns to see if there's anyone walking by, which I was. Mm-hmm. We made awkward eye contact. I didn't know what to say because I felt super weird. I can only imagine what she felt like. And then I just kept walking by because there's what am I, like, I going to do? Stop and say say wave hello, say hi like hey ho- hope hope you hope you ass ain't that itchy you know like <laughs> what the fuck. Can I go use some Purell? Yeah, exactly. Maybe, yeah, sell some Purell. Pink uh, here, here, my question is this. What the fuck, number one? Number two, is there not, like, I get your mall's dead and that you probably don't have a lot of people walking by and the chances of somebody walking by at that time of the day were very slim. But you still got to get the courtesy of maybe not have your ass towards the door when you decide to go under your pant to scratch, scratch it. Oh, yeah, I guess so. But Isn't that so weird? Like, why? It's weird, but I'm not, like, really surprised. What do you mean you're not surprised? She, she had an itch. She thought she was in the clear, and she did it. She yeah. She did her thing. So, but I, can, can you falter? Yeah, I can, because your representation of that store, at least. Yeah, the cheap bargain store for teenage yeah, girls. Yeah, listen, I'm not saying, <laughs> listen, it doesn't matter. I don't, you know, is there any store that that's okay? No. Ardeens. Clearly <laughs> it's okay yeah. for Ardeens. Yeah. If you a slut, don't wash your butt. That's it. I, I, I was, it was one of those weird moments where I, I thought to myself, like, is this, is this really happening? That's when I, f- I firmly believe that there's a Truman show and I'm Truman. Like, I, like, that can't be real. Like, they're just waiting for my reaction. There's no way that, that that's happening to anybody else. If there's a Truman show, and you're Truman or whoever's Truman, then certain people just have a sick joke of being, being just having suffrage, right? Being suffered every day. They're like, this is bullshit. First of all, but if that's if that's your biggest issue of the day that weirded you out, no, it was just one of those random. Like it was, it was totally random. It was one of those things that, you know, you're not going to hear about every day, but it 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 was such a weird moment. And then you make the awkward eye contact. All that weird stuff happens. It just, it just, it blows me away. Like, I was just shocked where the uh, consciousness of of that employee was. Like, listen, every guy gets that at that point of the day where you know they get like a little like you got you got scratch scratch you know scratch the piece your and, yeah or scratch or your p's and q's you know make it happen. Um, but you know you don't wait to, you don't hope that someone sees it or do it in the front of the store or the I front of the... I don't think she told me anyone saw it. I thought she... Oh, wow. She, she was talking to her manager. Like, it wasn't like the manager wasn't going to see her scratch her own ass. Maybe her manager and her were close. Maybe. But that close? People are comfortable. Fuck. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that in front of any of my, my coworkers. Yeah, but some people are savages. Some people yeah, just have no, no, no manners or no discrepancies. Oh, man, it blew me They're away. They're just raw. I, I was just so shocked. How old was this person? I... T- Early 20s. Okay, so she probably... That's kind of mean to say. So she probably dropped out of high school. <laughs> started working possibly, at her jeans, Possibly, Her yeah. and manager close friends. And she's... Or she's just... One of those girls. Yeah, I think she's just one of those girls. I think that's what it is. One of those girls that you always hear about in the songs. Scratching the masses. <laughs> scratching, <laughs> scratching the ass. Uh, I don't know, man. It just... It weirded me out. And I, I made a mental note of it. I've got to talk about this on the podcast. 
it's so ridiculous to actually, I don't know, like have have that situation that you hope that like when you share with somebody, they're mm-hmm. like, that is fucking crazy, and then you feel vindicated that you witnessed something that was crazy. Yeah, I'm the wrong person. Yeah, <laughs> for that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I was blown away by it. All right. Uh, so go go keep going. What are phrases that piss you off? Like they just bug you. Like there's a, there's this one that recently has started pissing me off. It doesn't piss me off. I just think it's funny that people say. Do you want me to tell you the ones that piss me off? Yeah, I'll tell you the one okay. that, the new one for myself. My my biggest one is a combination of three, but it's when people say honestly and then they start to tell you something, or they say I'm not gonna lie and then they tell you something, mm-hmm. or any any variation of. Of, of that of um, honestly or literally or when they say literally and they mean figuratively mm-hmm. though that any combination of those three make me crazy yeah I do most of those you you do I'm not gonna lie and you do honestly which is fine because it's like for me it's like a running joke but and people that know I go crazy for that also know it's a running joke but mm-hmm. yeah go on okay so what, what's your phrase is it wait is it that being said no okay thank goodness is you think you're funny, don't you? Ooh. And I thought about it. Like it's, it's like an epiphany. I was like, yeah, one. First of all, I do think I'm fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do think I'm funny. <laughs> and second off, if I didn't think I was funny, I wouldn't say the things I said. Right. But no one would say the things they said if they didn't think they were funny. There's so many times you laugh at your own joke right. in your head, and you're dying. People are like, what the hell is your problem? You think yeah. you're funny? You're like, yeah, of course I do. Like, it just, it's weird. You know what? That, 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 that's tough. Cause were you the class clown growing up? No, and kind of. Kind of, right? Like yeah. me too. Like I always like cracking jokes, but I really didn't figure it out until I was a little bit older. <laughs> like I wouldn't be like, uh, like let's say like elementary school class clown, but towards the tail end of high school, I started to figure out the mm-hmm. class clown thing. And I thought, I, you know, I always enjoyed that. But it's, I feel like that's, those are like, um, like I have like this thing like a teacher mentality uh, where like people feel the need to correct you and like they have like a teacher complex where they're trying to, they're, they're trying to teach you in a, like an undermining kind of way. And it makes me crazy when the, where like I have a lot of clients that are teachers and they do that. And I'm like, you just stop talking to me like I'm a student. Like, mm-hmm. you don't understand, like, the, combi- the combination of things that are happening right now. Like, I am providing a service for you. If you talk to me like that, we're going to see how the service ends. Like, yeah. so when people say, like, say something like that where, like, oh, you think you're funny or do you think you're funny? It's like that. They're, they're trying to undermine the credibility of what you've just said. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's hilarious. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I do fucking think I'm funny. Yeah. That's why I'm cracking jokes, <laughs> asshole. I think I'm funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Fuck, man. I think I- it's the worst insult to use. Or try to bring someone down. They uh, like attack attack their sense of humor. Yeah, but it's so subjective, though. You don't think it's so subjective? Humor is like so. Humor is so subjective. It is subjective. Yeah. Right. But I just find it's so a do, weird thing. Do you think that maybe when someone asks you, "Do you think you're funny?" It's really so subjective that they're they're really not saying anything, because if humor is subjective, then that the, that has no no true variable. Like it. it Someone's gonna think you're funny. Yeah. Because the, the the second you meet somebody with similar sense of humor, they're gonna think you're funny. So yes, you do think you're funny, and what you've just said has no relevance because there's obviously somebody thinks I'm funny because humor is subjective. Yeah. So fuck that person, John. 
Well, there's a lot more people who say, do you think you're funny than you, <laughs> you yeah. realize? Well, why? Who told you? Who, who said that to you? A couple people said it to me. A couple people? Yeah, just throughout, throughout time, I've just said it, like, you think you're funny. I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah, I do think I'm fucking funny. Yeah, it's usually, like, for me, it's usually, like, answer uncles or friends of my parents that are like, oh, you think you're funny, you fucking shithead. Like, that's what I usually get. I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah I do think I'm pretty funny. It's usually a, a sarcastic female who's upset about something I said. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, I went out of my way and I fucked your dad. <laughs> I'm not gay, but, you know, I went out of my way. I found him. Yeah. I made him fall in love with me. Yeah. I fucked him. I'm never calling him back. <laughs> but that, that's like a, is that a comedian's joke? Is, is that like, I feel like that was like a, a joke from, or maybe like a family guy thing or something. I don't know. I think I, yeah. I used I, to do so, I, I told my buddy that one day, he's like, man, that's my dad, bro. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because I always thought like people make fun of, um, like, oh, I did your mom. Yeah, 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 your mom jokes. Yeah, your mom jokes. Yeah, your mom jokes. Yeah. I was like, you know what, let's switch up and throw someone's dad in the mix. Yeah, yeah. Dads are not safe. Yeah. Yeah, we can also <laughs> fuck dads. You know what I had, a, I had an issue with? Um, I had a conversation about today, so it's still fresh in my memory, is feminism. Mm. Now, I know it's a tough one to talk about, but I am, I am so over, like, um, keyboard warriors, like those internet trolls who, like, think they're feminists, but they're not feminists. They're just bitchy women. That think like that they don't understand what feminism means, and now, for in full disclosure, femi- the word feminism has evolved to different manners. You know, at one point it meant equal rights. Um, to later, you know, it, that, and that's what I understand feminism to be was equal rights. But then, so many like I've had people tell me that it, it means so much more now, in the sense of um, femi- feminism meaning. Uh, not only equality for women, but also like uh, what's it called, um, like uh, upcomings and stuff like that. Like almost like a expected thing because of this uh, that's happened in the past. Mm-hmm. But it it bothers me so much because I mean I always grew up around women who had no problem voicing their opinions. So it wasn't like women around me were timid. Yeah, like they're always like very boisterous. So I would never have an issue of you know like a, dealing with a timid woman or anything like that. Like. You know, if you have a hard time expressing yourself, you just do what my mom does, which is freak out and hit the closest thing, clo- the closest thing to her, yeah. to just to get her point across. You know, like I was, n- I would never think of being like taking advantage or even like physical advantage over a woman, um, because I've always had women who are who are very strong around me. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I when I hear like the my biggest argument right now is like when I see something on, on social media, which is like. Um, men being sick versus women being sick and like the mom it's like a woman she's balancing like three kids and a checkbook and working and she's still sick and the man's sick and he's like in bed and he's like I want my mommy and some soup <laughs> you know like that really bothers me because it's like yo why, why do you gotta be like that I'm not putting things on, on, on my social media where it's like uh, women can't climb a ladder and paint a wall because their nail might break and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not doing shit like that. Why you gotta push shit up like that? Like guys, guys are are cranky bitches when they're sick. Yeah. I, I mean. No, no. I seen that. I seen that video. You seen that, right? It's, seen it, and it's like, it's like, and it's like feminism wins this round. It's like fuck off. That's not feminism. That's not e- what's equal about that at all. Yeah. You know, and, and and it really that stuff really bothers me. Like that that um, like pseudo. Feminism that isn't really feminism. It's more just like women that feel like they're not heard, 
voicing themselves on social media. Yeah, I have a problem. I, I it's tough because I'm gonna seem like an asshole. It's okay, John. Um, as, yeah, long as, I, as long I, as you don't think you're funny. First, one, I, I <laughs> do think I'm funny. I think I'm goddamn hilarious. <laughs> Just gotta catch me on the right day or smoking the right thing. Yeah. Or drinking a little bit too much. Yeah. Either one way, I'm funny. <laughs> so go fuck yourself. Um. Just thinking. So my biggest issue with like some of these feminism is kind of what you said. The, the, like these keyboard warriors mm-hmm. or these pseudo feminists. Like you don't understand what women went through. You don't understand equality. You're a man. And I'm like I don't know. I, I I do understand equal rights and discrimination more than you might think. Yes, I'm a man, but right. I'm also a man of color. So yes, I do. Yeah. Oh yeah, but you're not really black. You're 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 like mil- milk chocolate. I'm like, well, the first thing is if I get pulled over the, by the police, nothing against police officers, but what do they see? They see a black person. Like, oh yeah, well, okay. So let's go back to discrimination and, and feminism. Like, you know, it's it's you can do whatever I can do, mm-hmm. but with those same things, don't expect me to do certain things. Oh, so yeah. But my biggest problem with is, is it, probably exactly what you said is. All these stereotypes. If we're going to be equal, equal. we've got to be equal, John. Exactly. Listen, if you want me to go kill that spider, that's fine. I'll go kill that spider, okay? But don't be fucking waving the flag like, you know, equal rights and women. Like, oh, bitch, you couldn't, you couldn't kill that spider. You can't go cut the lawn. You couldn't fucking paint the, the whatever. You know, like, there's so... Well, there, there's, there's many women who can do all those things and do Right, right. Right? Fair. Fair. And, and, and yeah. You know, I, I've worked for a lot of companies where the person in charge at the top of the ladder... On the top of the pyramid is female. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, good. I'm glad for you. And then people talk about this glass ceiling and everything they want and how, how, how things are sexist. And I was like, well, you know what? Not everyone can play in the NHL. Not everyone can be a, right. a basketball player. Right. So you have to focus and you have to give yourself the dedication, the ability to get where you want. Mm-hmm. Do you really want that position? Do you want to work the 90-hour weeks to get to that CEO position? Or would you rather just work the 40 35 hour a week and not get that far and then compl- and blame men for right. holding you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think I believe we place a lot of blame on everything else except for starting to realize our own actions. And this yeah. is where I have a big issue with equal rights in general across the board okay. with groups of people. Not just them. We're always looking at, a, at a, we're always looking at someone to blame rather than Take looking at, look in the mirror. Accountability, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's where these people, I think, get off on saying it's all men doing this or all whatever group. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I hate I hate the argument where it's like if women ran the world, this would be it. Like this this war wouldn't be a thing if women ran the women ran the world. We wouldn't be uh, the U.S. wouldn't be three trillion dollars in debt if a woman was in the White House. It's like no, I'm pretty sure. Regardless who's in the White House, does she could pull out three trillion million, exactly. three trillion dollars out of her pocket and be like, oh, boom, yeah. that was paid. Yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. But it, it bothers me. It bothers me when there's there's just some dumb people out there who just they're, they're, they're so dumb. They they want they want and need a win. And I get it. Like, listen, every day I wake up looking to get a win. I need a W all the time. If I can get a W, I'm happy. I get it. But there are some people that are so dumb and so petty that they just need to put that that posting on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it may be. Just like it's just like a little screw to the side, a little jab, a little fuck you 
to men for whatever reason to get a W. Here's here's a way to get a W. Do something do something that changes something that you can get a W from. Okay, like I'm not saying it has to be everything, but hey, maybe you hit a four way stop and you give the other person the right away if you guys get there at a similar time. You know, do something that that you get a little W from that way. Don't don't get up just by putting somebody down. Regardless of who it is, hmm. regardless if it's if it's civil or whatever, just get your W's another way. Don't fucking get your W's in the way of putting someone else down to get you up. It yeah. makes me crazy. I see it, more, and and it's it's probably because I'm a little bit older now. I'm about to have a kid. Uh, you know, like we're taking on like more responsibility with a new place. But I'm seeing it now, and and it makes me a little crazy. Well, you work. You also work in a female dominant industry. Right. It's a female. There's a lot of females in my industry. But it's it's not necessarily female dumb. Like, uh, how do I say? It? Okay, so the people in power are usually guys. Okay. Now there are women in power in 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 my industry. Okay. Well, majority of people in power. Or of uh, numbers. Oh, numbers. It's woman dominated. People in power, men dominated. Yeah. Yeah. So you're surrounded by a lot of a lot of a lot of estrogen, a lot of females. Yeah, We're all in the same cycle, which which isn't a bad thing, mm-hmm. but I, I can definitely see. I can definitely imagine there's a lot of she power and oh yeah and feminism going on and people like, oh. like what what are you talking We've about? We've had some battles about Beyonce and my salon. I know it sounds ridiculous, but like, I always thought that Kelly Rowland would be the breakout star in in mm-hmm. Destiny's Child. I love Kelly Rowland. I think she's sexy. I think she's good to go. All these things. When Beyonce, you know, went all big and and crazy, and then she went all like girl power, like Spice Girls, circa '97. Yeah. I was like, oh, this doesn't look real. Like it looks fake. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look real. We always, I always have battles in Beyonce. Yeah. I can't stand Beyonce. I have nothing against Beyonce. Um, I think the funniest thing about Beyonce is Beyonce. No, it was um, her Super Bowl show. Oh, my God. And everyone was saying she was emulating the Black Panther outfit and this and the other. And I was like, no, Michael Jackson wore the same outfit, just a little bit different in his video for, uh, was it bad? It was one. Of, it was a Michael Jackson outfit that she copied. Um, it wasn't bad. It, was I, it wasn't Jack- bad. No, it was after bad. It was yeah. like dangerous, I think. But I wasn't... Wasn't it because that song had, like, the video for that song had her, like, holding up the police and blocking the police? Probably. And didn't she do the fist, too? Yeah. I, think that's, I think that's what partially it, too, but, yeah. But I don't know. I, th- I think she, like, I think she pulls a lot of things. Like, I don't, like, I think she pulls a lot of influences from high, uh, high uh, emotional times to, and she brings that into her art form. Well, most most entertainers are, are should be guilty of that too. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. You know. Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't. Know. I, I think the point in place where you choose. Right. Was the big thing too? Was the Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl. Great, yeah. great time to voice your opinion. Yeah. Well, I mean, even at the uh, what the what the award show that all the actors were going like Trump's not my president and and all that craziness. I all that silly political stuff. I I don't give a shit about anything political. Like, politics to me, I feel, have no bearings directly to me. They do. They, people say that, but I don't think they but really do. It goes, 
got to do a lot of studying and research. And, you no, know, this dig. is what I think it is. I think it's a lot of scare tactics where people are like, oh, Trump being the U.S. president, really going to fuck you over. How is Trump going to fuck me over? Mm. Well, he's going to fuck you over. He's going to lock up the borders. No, he's not. When has that ever happened in the history of the U.S.? Never. It's not going to happen. And even if whatever does, it's still not going to affect me. I go to the States maybe three times a year. Maybe. Yeah. You know, am I going to miss that? Maybe a little bit, but it's not going to be the, like, it's not really going to fuck me over. I don't know. I just, I mean, I, I think it, a lo- I, I mean, local politics may, may affect me, but even local politics, it's not like, you know, it was, it was, um, like a hundred years ago where that would be a huge factor, like where, where you could go to city hall and you know, half the people and they're like, if I went to city hall right now, I wouldn't know anybody there mm-hmm. because it's like, it's not, it's not. Like information gets spread so much quicker, it's so much differently now that it's not gonna be a huge factor for me. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, I that's why I can't get into politics, man. It's like for me, it's just it's just more shit that I like. I, I'm already too much of a sports fan that if I was to take some of my attention away from watching sports and watching politics, it'd be the same thing. You just pick a team, and then whatever team you go on, you're just fighting against another team the whole time. Liberals, conservatives, whatever you know, like team blue, red, orange. <laughs> Well, Team John, I'm just trying to win. Yeah, I'm just trying to get to <laughs> W's. That's all I need. No more L's, only doubles, W's from this point. Do you know who uh, Casey Neistat is? No. Casey Neistat is, um, he's a very famous YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And I've been obsessed with the YouTube platform now for a little while. And he, um, he well, he's been um, like a vlogger or YouTube um creator for like 10 years now and he's built he kind of like um created the daily vlog so he's a guy he's um i I don't know what he does initially by trade um but he's one of those guys that he believes in the in the build before buy movement so if he needed a table instead of going out to ikea and buying like this lovely furnished table he would just build one Mm -hmm. and he'd build it out of whatever and make it functional um, but most recently he sold his YouTube channel to, I might be wrong, but I think it's CNN mm-hmm. and he sold it to him for like huge money. And what they were doing was he were going to maintain the channel and he was going to still do everything he wanted on the channel, but they basically wanted to buy him. <clears throat> they bought him for $10 million and he's starting his, another show and he has started up another production company, mm-hmm. um, basically funded by CNN and, now, CNN, I mean, think of what you will with it, but, I mean, it, it's a pretty big statement, but I, I've been watching all of his vlogs, and most recently, he had this breakdown of his studio-slash-workshop, where it has everything that he uses on a daily basis. Yeah. So this guy, he vlogs every day, so for those who don't know, and if you don't know, I, it's crazy, a vlog is basically a video blog, and... I might have sound like the oldest man in the world <laughs> explaining that to people, but if those for those who don't know, um, he works with fifteen different cameras, like forty different lenses, and then he has like fifteen DSL cameras, and then he has like point and shoots and GoPros and mm-hmm. all these. Like it's incredible drones, like ten different drones. It's in, it's just incredible. Some of that stuff was gifted to him or samples or anything like that, and some of it he bought. But he just breaks it down how 
he'll shoot with one camera. He never deletes anything. Mm-hmm. And they, they showed his studio, and he's got like a half wall of storage. And they counted 300, ready for this? 300 terabytes Damn. of video. That's 10 years creating content. Yeah. Incredible. He never, threw, he never deletes anything. So cut, edit, keeps all the raw videos. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. I was blown away by this guy's hustle. And, I mean, he was making, he was making somewhere between eleven and $15,000 a week from YouTube. Damn. Great money, plus $10 million from CNN. So the guy's made his money. His studio or his workshops in, uh, in New York City. Um, he he's got like a place out in Long Island, like all like he's living a life that he created for himself, and it really like, even though he's making bank over bank, it, I, he's just driven by like passion, and like one of those things I always go back to like on the podcast, like the more the older I get, the more I see how my life is 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 panning out, the more passion driven things I want to do. Mm-hmm. It's so it, it weirds me out, man. It just. Like I want to, I want to get deep into this because it means a lot to me. But I'm so inspired by a guy like Casey Neistat, even though he's like he's a millionaire plus making hand over fist. Casey Neistat, Casey Neistat, Neistat. Neistat. I know this guy. Yeah, he always wears like Ray Bans with like he he gets, yes. he doesn't like his eyes, uh, and his eyes are like a little a little creepy. But he so he always wears sunglasses. Um, but and he's got like crazy curly hair. But he's like he's a super nice guy. He's he's well spoke, soft spoken, nice guy. He had a banana board. Yeah, he he skateboards everywhere. Yeah. And then he he helped create this um, uh, electric uh, skateboard. So you could like you could you could uh, skateboard over like cobblestone really easily, and like like you can you can kick or you can or you can just glide. Yeah. 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 I seen a friend of mine, uh, Justin Mont, and some in Jasper. Like he he came. This guy has like. A lot of energy. A lot of energy. And I was still trying to just the point where I was trying to get my shit right. But he was a good guy. He pumped me up a lot, you know, and that was his like his idol. Oh yeah? Yeah, that yeah. was his idol. Like he wanted to do everything this guy did. And I was he went on and bought like this cam one of the cameras. Mm-hmm. I think it might be a Canon. Yeah, he, he Casey and I said only uses Canon. Yeah, it was a Canon, can- Sony's and then GoPro. It was a Canon and it's this little camera. I forget what it is. But he's like, it's the best camera. It's like 700 bucks. You know, it's portable compact, probably like this big. Yeah, yeah. He's like, the best camera, and he can use it for anything, best video quality for, for sound and everything, for what it is. He's like, it's the best camera, my go-to, all the time. So this guy went out and bought one. And I was even looking at them uh, a couple years ago. I was like, okay, you know. But, yeah. If I ever win the lottery or something, I'm probably going to try to go down that lane myself. You know what? I mean, it, it today's takes a different day because I feel like most of that stuff we can do with our phones. You can. Yeah. But there's definitely... There's some restrictions, but... There's some restrictions, but also to put in a... What are, what are those little cards called? Memory cards? Little memory card? cards. Yeah, memory cards. You can just pop those in, buy like 20 of them with, yeah. with 500 megabytes or, or 500 gigs, gigs yeah, yeah. and just keep going, right? Yeah. Now with your phone, you can't, can't always do that, right? Right, right. So... But you, you have to start somewhere. You gotta get those reps in somewhere, you know. Like, you do. Like I, I mean, we were, we were talking about before we started. Like I just got a new phone and it films in four K. Mm-hmm. Like my phone films in four K. Like I don't even have a TV in my house that plays four K. But this little like five inch piece of metal in my pocket films in four K. Like it's it's mind blowing. Yeah. Fuck. 
But I mean, so listen, I I'm the same way. Like if I if I won the lottery, I'd love I'd love to like vlog and and podcast and you know do those kinds of things. But in my mind, it's like I gotta get those reps in now, so I know what I'm doing when that time Later. comes. Because I don't want to waste ten years playing the lottery. Finally, when no, you know, yeah, and then so I gotta get those reps in. So I, you know, that's why the podcast. You know, I, I try to keep it like one, at least get one thing out a week. And you know, with the, I'm trying with the videos on YouTube. Though that's fucking a daunting task and a half, man. Like the editing work that goes into there, my eyeballs are fried after that. But it's fun, and and like you know, figuring out that formula of, of what what am I gonna put in a video, what am I not gonna put in a video, how I'm gonna open the video, how I'm gonna close the video, like those kinds of things. I want those reps now, so when I can vlog and when I can podcast, you know, I can I can do it almost seamlessly or flawlessly. You know, yeah. I have my formula already already put together. But who knows what happens next with those platforms? Like YouTube just, excuse me, uh, YouTube just announced that they're cutting all. Basically, you before you would get with three hundred subscribers and one thousand views, you would make three hundred. No, you make a hundred bucks per one thousand views you would have. If you had three thousand subscribers and you had a thousand views. Um, no, I'm fucking up something. I'm okay. I'll go with the number that I know for sure. One thousand views a month, you'll make a hundred bucks. You were able to make hundred bucks. They've cut that into a into a tenth. So you make ten bucks. You yeah. So they're gonna give you with a thousand viewers, they're gonna give you thirty dollars per thousand views. So they've cut that because I mean they're saying that ten percent of all ten percent of all videos uploaded on YouTube get seen. How crazy is that? Ten, ten percent of all videos on YouTube get seen, and like I know, I know, because putting together the NA Thirty channel, it's like you know, if we got like twenty five views on something, I was like, well, that's pretty good, because yeah. we have videos on there that have one view, and I'm pretty sure I was at one view, <laughs> you know. Granted, back that's back when we did like ninety minute videos. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's it's kind of one of those crazy things that, you know, I, I see a guy like Philip DeFranco who I who I very much enjoy. And he's like one of the inspirations behind everything. Um, he like he gets five million views, and he spent ten years on YouTube grinding it out. So and and his his channel got bought by Discovery out of all people, and it's like just like these guys are making monies, but they put their reps in, man. So that's yeah. why that's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't mind doing this now in my thirties and having fun with it because one day I'm gonna have more time and money to do this. And I want to make that transition pretty seamlessly where I can have fun. You know, when, when my daughter gets of age and I can even introduce her to it and we can, like, build projects and, and videos and, and fun stuff like that. Like, I'm looking forward to stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, anyways, cra- pass me that beer. We, we're at the 45-minute mark. You want to call this one? You want to do another one? Or you want to keep well, going? We can, we can keep going or we can call this one and start another one. I, um... The only other podcast I actually listen to, like, well, I listen to... well. Taxstone got arrested. Uh, other than the awkward throw clear there in Awkward throw clear. <laughs> yeah. um, there's a podcast called uh, Guys We Fucked. Oh, yeah. We, we were behind them for a little while on, yeah. on iTunes, yeah. And I, I just, I was at work the other day and I, I played their, I played their uh, God dang, I can't speak. It's been a while since I've been on here. I know, man. You, you're so, missing those, you gotta get those reps in. So I was listening to it, listening to their podcast. And they got they're they're comedians. They got a pretty good formula. And they're pretty funny though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, they're don't lie. they're pretty feminist. But I like what they had to say. And I was I thought it was 
They're interesting to listen to. It's pretty funny. But are, they, are they actually talking about guys they fucked? Maybe earlier on they were, but now it's, it was different. But the, I didn't finish the episode because it was an hour and 15 minutes long. Too long. I got like 26 minutes in, and I was done what I was doing, so I turned it off and I left. Mm. I was like, I'm not killing my data for this. But, oh, well, oh, you just picked it up? Like you didn't, you don't like download? You don't I think it probably just downloaded automatically on my phone so I can't listen to it. Yeah. Just haven't gotten to the point. Yeah. I, I, I almost have a thing where I have to, if I, maybe it's like some weird OCD thing, but if I start a podcast, I almost always have to finish it mm-hmm. unless it's so bad that I'm like, okay, fuck these guys. Like they lost me. But if that, if that's the case too, like I'll, I'll give a podcast. I used to listen to this podcast years ago called Marking Out and it was like these four guys and they would always like, they talk about like wrestling stuff and wrestling, like things that made them laugh and that kind of stuff. And I thought it was like a really cool concept for a podcast, like four guys who love, who love it. They were just like talk about it and, and like their, their pros and cons on things. But then they just got like really like, uh, critical about everything. And it was actually like, it got depressing to listen to them. And I was like, I don't want to hear just like tear apart things I like. Yeah. I think what we were missing, we haven't done in a while. I think a lot of people are missing from, from us. They're Drink Chronicles. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up. And the fact that you took down the tequila one means we got to redo a tequila one. That I also agree with. So here's what I want to do. Taken from the Joe Rogan podcast, I want to change the name of the Chronicles. I know it's unheard of, but I want to call them the Drink Companions. How about the Drunk Companions? The Drunk Companions, yes. Soft, 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 soft. John and I just gave some skin to each other. Not the foreskin, just regular skin. I don't have any foreskin. Yeah, me either. I, I got none to give. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mine was taken away from me. <laughs> I, want my, I want my foreskin back. I want to make a change purse out of it. But okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I want to make a keychain out of it, but I can't. Um, so the Drunk Companions, uh, and then we can do like a subtitle tequila or whatever. So we had Brad Myers on a couple weeks ago. He came and filled in. Dave and Jesse were supposed to come in, and uh, and they both they both bailed on me last minute. So I called up Brad, and he came and saved the day. So Brad, I said, Brad, what's your summer drink? And he goes, I love rum. I'm like, well, we haven't done rum yet on the Chronicles. So I said, once we get the new studio up, that's what I want to do. Now, the new studio will probably look a lot like the old studio, except the old studio will also have to double as storage for a lot of things. So, mm. But in the new studio... We'll actually have a bar, a legit bar that we can, I'm thinking we just sit around the bar and record. So that being said, I'm hoping that, now as a rum guy, John, do you think we should go just light rums or just spiced rums? Like what, what, what do you think the best plan of action I is? I think we have a good formula. Everyone bring one bottle. Right, but, but do, but. So. The thing is, with, with where I want to see uh, drunk chronicles, the drunk, the drunk, drunk dr- companions, drunk companions go would be. Um, I like alcohol. Okay, yes, everyone. I like alcohol. I like to drink. We know you like it. Okay, so we can start off with everyone brings a bottle. Okay, and then every one of these things can always be revisited as can, everyone brings a bottle. Then you do another one of the rum, and everyone brings only whites. Right. Everyone only brings spice. spice. Everyone only brings dark. Everyone only brings ambers. Yeah. Right? So they, all these topics can be revisited. 
I'm on board for that. You but can I, do, you can do. It can be the Drunk Companions Tequila Chronicles, and they'll only have Chronicles of Tequila. It's like, oh, the tequila one. Wonder what four bottles of tequila going to bring here. Right, and yeah, and I'm on board for that. And I, and especially the the, new, the the summer's just around the corner. We're getting there. You know, there's a lot of fun summer drinks. I want to stick with the format of um, bring it, bring a bottle, and have a drink ready to go. So now the most classic, I think maybe two classic rum drinks. Rum and Coke and rum, rum Punch. I got to imagine the two most common rum drinks. Uh, uh, if you're from the islands, Rum Punch, I would right. definitely say. But I would also think, um, I was going to say Dark and Stormy. What's Dark and Stormy? Uh, ginger beer and, and black rum. Oh. That's actually quite tasty. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, well. If we, if we do it, I'm bringing Kraken. And I'm, I'm going to bust the spoiler open. I'm bringing Kraken. Okay. I got two drinks. The Dark and Stormy and uh, Kraken Apple. Well, and then like there's so many places you can go with that as well, too, because everywhere in the Caribbean thinks that, think that they make the best rum. Like Jamaica thinks they make the Appleton makes the best. Did you hear that Appleton went through a name change? Oh, did they? Yeah. I can't remember what they're called now, but someone told me that they changed their name. Hmm. But it doesn't make any sense to me because there's so much history there. Yeah. So I haven't looked into it. Still those stupid commercials. Yeah, so I don't think that's the person would make that up. Um, but so Appleton, like Havana Club out of Cuba, you know, like Bacardi. The, yeah, Bacardi. Bacardi's from Cuba too, right? Yep. Yeah. Mount so, Gay. Yeah, Mount, yeah, uh, Bayesian, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The funny thing is that um, Barbados was known to make the best rum, per se, mm-hmm. per se, mm-hmm. and it was the only one recognized through like uh, the, the British. Oh, really? Yeah, because. British naval officers, but every year would only get Mount Gay rum as a present. Uh-huh. So it was one that was recognized throughout the British. Yeah, yeah. Lou's going crazy. All right, with that, I guess uh, Lou's t- <laughs> says time out. Yeah. Lou's like, enough recording, okay? I got to get shit. All, All right, right, I guess. Bring us home, buddy. Thanks for listening. It's good to be back. Yeah, good to have you back. Buddy. Yeah. Hope you guys dealt with my awkwardness <laughs> for this recording. We're, we're loose. We're ready for the next one. <laughs> All right. All right. You want to do your sign off? No. But you had a new one. Yeah. Cry rope. All right. <laughs> For things you do, no, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to go with that. Cairo out.